0: friends and welcome back. I am so excited to be chatting all about one of my favorite goal setting methods, which is a word of the year. Are you dreaming of making a long term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader. And I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. So I am recording this the first week of the new year, and full disclosure, I intended for this episode to be between Christmas and New Year's, and I had a whole outline planned, a game plan. I was going to share my word of the year for 2023 with all of you and share some tips on setting it. But the craziest thing happened, okay? So I went down to sit and hit record on filming this video and recording this podcast. And the words just wouldn't come out. It was the craziest thing. It was like I would try to say it, which I'm a a woman of many words, which is why I started a podcast. (laughs) And I never, ever have a trouble kind of speaking from the heart but I couldn't figure out why it just something was not sitting right. And I think it was tied to the fact that I knew I had to commit to my word of the year when I was putting it out there to all of you and helping you decide on your word of the year and kind of giving you some tips and strategies and things like that. So long story short, I decided I was like, make this episode just isn't meant to be for right now. And I got swept away in both the busyness of the holiday season and celebrating Christmas, and also I went to Costa Rica and Disney World with my family. And honestly, I think it was such a blessing that I was able to focus that time and energy on what I value most, which is my family, and really took the time to be completely present with them. But that gave me the idea and the realization that there might even be a better topic of this podcast, which is the fact that there is total freedom in the timeline of setting both your goals, your big long-term year goals. That's what the last episode, episode 57 of the Call to Lead podcast was all about, is helping you break down some simple goals for the year. But also, when it comes to choosing your word of the year... There's no magic timeline that says you have to have it all together by January 1st. <laughs> because I've actually been spending the last quarter, I would say, really intentionally focused on helping you guys and helping others through a goal setting workshop I did for those who were working through the Replicate Your Results course that I recently rolled out. I did this goal setting workshop. I worked through my goals in the goal, the Power Sheets, Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets goal planner. But what's funny is, I sat on this one word, which the word that I thought was going to be my word of the year for 2023 was endurance. And I kind of came up with that. I think in November it was, might have been early November, could have been October. And I kind of committed, probably a little too early, to that being my word for the next year. And I actually did a lot of the steps that I'm going to talk to you guys about today in this episode and in this video. That helps you kind of once you actually have a word of the year, or if you don't have a word of the year, I'll help you kind of brainstorm on how to know when you've found the right word, how to choose it, how to confirm it, and how to live it out in this next year. But essentially, I was kind of doing those things as I was working through this process in this really busy season of rolling out my very first course, bumping my podcast episodes up to two episodes a week, and also running, you know, just my day-to-day life and as a mama and as a top network marketing leader. And so, in the midst of all the craziness, I realized that that word of the year was likely meant to sustain me in that season of running or soaring, if you will. Meaning, if you've listened to my podcast, you've listened to the different paces that you can have in your business—from walking to jogging and running—which can and should shift and change depending on the season that you're in and your life and business. I realized there's a fourth option, which is to soar on wings like eagles. But all of that, all of that, that work and energy and effort, it takes endurance. And so long story short, I think that word for me was a beautiful word. But when it came time to committing to it for this entire next year for 2023, it just something just didn't sit right. And so the Lord's timing is always perfect. And he works all things together for the good of those who love him. And thankfully, hopefully, hopefully. You guys can give me grace for not busting out an episode last week for this podcast because I think the timing and the message of this will be even more impactful, hopefully, and more important in the fact that there is freedom in the timeline of setting goals. And there is freedom for you to be able to choose your word of the year. So whether you're listening to this, the first, because it'll be the first week of January, which I know a lot of you guys are probably still wrestling with this, or you might be coming on this episode or on this video later on in the year and you've never even heard of a word of the year you you know didn't choose one yet for this year guess what it's never too late this is something that you can apply and it can make an impact on the next season of your life whether that's the next month whether that's the next quarter or whether it is for this next year whatever your this is that you're watching this okay so this video will be all about not only the important facet of why You should have freedom in your timeline. Number two, how you can choose and brainstorm finding the right word of the year for you. And then thirdly, how to live it out in the next year. I'm going to share some tangible tips because the backstory for the word of the year, in case you're like, what are you talking about? What is this word of the year? This is something that has been absolutely life-changing for me. And it is something that for the last, this is five years in a row that I've done the Cultivate What Matters power sheets Goal Planner. And I can, I can drop a link to that in the notes and in the description of this video and of this episode for you guys. But there is a section on there where it helps you work through setting a word of the year. But even prior to that, I have been using this word of the year, I guess, technique, if you will, or strategy and just getting really, really clear on what I want the next year or season of my life to look like. And it all started for me back, it was probably about 10 years ago, there was a sermon at our church where they talked about the importance of setting a word of the year. And they actually gave all of us, there's like thousands of us that attend our church, but they gave all of us a copy of the book, The One Word That Will Change Your Life. And so this is by Dan Britton, Jimmy Page, and John Gordon. And if you want a more deeper dive on a word of the year, I don't know that they're necessarily the ones that came up with this. But it was definitely how I first learned about it. And it's definitely a fabulous little quick, easy read that would be a great resource for those of you guys who, who want to learn more about this. But essentially what it is, is you pick one word, not one resolution, not one goal, but literally one word, which, spoiler alert, I have definitely chosen multiple words in certain seasons of my life. But that one word is something that you want to make sure applies to all areas of your life, whether that's your, the mental capacity that you're in, your spiritual side of things, your physical side, emotional, relational, maybe it's your marriage, your friendships, your family, financial. That's another you know huge, huge component. But this is a word when you find it and when you nail it, it's going to resonate and shine a light on all of the areas that you want to focus on. And I know it sounds a little woo-woo and a little bit crazy, but trust me, this is something that it just, it just works. And what it does is it helps you stay grounded on what's most important to you because we can't do all the things. If you try to be all things to all people and you try to excel in every area of your life, you're going to fall short. You're going to be disappointed and you're, you're just going to feel burned out and overwhelmed. And if you can focus on the areas of um, growth opportunity in your life, you can focus on even the areas where you are experiencing some growth. There's, you know, a little bit of energy or momentum The things that are lining you up, maybe there's like for me, it's when I'm reading through scripture, that's where the word endurance came from for me is I was reading through scripture and I kept coming up over and over and over again on that word endurance or often it was perseverance was a word that sometimes the the Greek word that was used can be can be used for both endurance and perseverance. But it came up over and over and over and over again for me. And it was just clear that as I headed into this season of picking up my pace in my business, that I needed that endurance level to sustain me through all of the different things. Also, I started weightlifting recently, which has brought a whole other level of analogies and application for what I've learned through that to apply to my life and my business. And I'll even have more episodes chatting about some of the, the parallels that I've learned from that coming in soon, because it's been such a great experience beyond just the physical impact that I've had. But endurance obviously applies to that too, because as I'm straight training and lifting heavier and heavier weights, I've got to build up that endurance level, right? So it was a perfect application for the, the season that I was in. So whatever season you're in, whatever time you're listening to this, it's never too late. That's the number one point that I want to to get out to you is that it's never too late for you to choose your word of the year. Next, let's talk about how you actually decide on your word of the year and the process of actually choosing a word. because. You want this to be a word that's going to resonate with you to your deepest, like, innermost parts, right? Like You want to feel this word and you want it to stick for the long term. And if you just kind of pull something out of thin air, it's likely not going to stick with you. And so you want to kind of put in the work and do the work to figure this out. And depending on how deep of a dive you want to do, I actually am so excited to be offering the replay of the goal setting workshop that I did for those who are going through the Replicate Your Results course. I have it in a simple course format that'll take you just a couple of hours to work through, but it's a deep dive into your reflecting on the past year and the past five years of your life, reflecting on where you are right now in your business, reflecting on, and not just your business, it's actually your business, your life, it's all areas. This is not just a business goal setting and it doesn't matter what business you're in. I know a lot of what I talk about is geared towards network marketing leaders, but this is a goal setting course that can work for anyone who's looking to set some really tangible, deep-rooted goals for the next year. And then of course I help you break down what that looks like with a timeline and all of the things. And we also work on putting together a dream board. We do work on determining that word of the year. And all of this is available if you go to heatherkburge.com slash goals. So B-U-R-G-E is how you spell my last name, dot com slash goals. And I want to give you guys a little gift because this is one of the first courses that I've rolled out. So I'm going to be offering $50 off the price using the word goals 50 G-O-A-L-S 50 as a coupon code at checkout. It will knock $50 off the price and make it only $47. So and I think it's probably maybe valued even more than that. But at the same time, I I really would love to give you guys that gift and I would love to know your feedback. We already have some people who have worked through the replays and the feedback has been awesome. So if you want a deeper dive and you want to spend a few hours on this, that can be a really helpful starting place. So you can absolutely check out that goal-setting workshop replay in at heatherkbridge.com slash goals. Or if you want to just spend the next, I mean, it can be the next hour, can be the next 30 minutes, can be the next few days, can be the next few weeks until that word hits you because when it does, you will know it. And it's so funny because even as I was preparing to come back from vacation and dive back into work, and I knew I obviously needed to record this podcast, I still was wrestling with all those same feelings of uncertainty around what the word is. And I was chatting with my incredible assistant, Jess, and sharing some of the ideas that I had for putting this together for you. And she was the one that said to me, she's like, Heather, there are no rules when it comes to, I know you're a guru. I know you're the one that has been doing this for years but you need to give yourself some grace and realize that there is freedom in the timing of doing this. And you guys, the minute she said it, I was literally taking notes. I wrote it out and it was like shining off the page for me, the word freedom. And I circled it really big and all of a sudden this like flood, and this is literally, we're on a zoom call, like game planning and strategizing and getting caught back up and all the things. And it's like I have this flood of just inspiration from just that one word. And it even took me back to a conversation I had had on vacation with my daughter and my husband, where she was asking and talking about actually the gospel and how someone gets to be with God in heaven and how there are so many people. And the specific scripture that she was referencing was Matthew 7, 21, which, yes, it's super cool when your 13-year-old daughter starts asking you questions about scripture from memory. I was like, what? This is amazing. So we looked it up, and it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. And so we started having this family conversation about what that looks like and, you know, well, what does it look like to do the will of the Father, Right. And my husband said, honey, you know, all the Lord wants us to do is seek after him and look to Jesus as our savior. And that's it. Just to put our faith in Jesus. And I was like, oh, and also to do the will of the father to do the things. And he's like, no, it's just faith. You don't have to. That's the freedom of the gospel is you don't have to do anything. It's been done for us by the saving word of Christ on the cross. And I mean, chills came over my body when I heard my husband telling my 13-year-old daughter that. And I realized, like, even though I gave my life to Christ over 10 years ago, I still think that I tend to, just like in my business, on the things that I need to do, sometimes even in my faith lights, I tend to focus on the boxes to check in my faith, right? Like spending time in the Word in the morning, you know, or just tithing or giving or making sure that it's a certain percentage, all of these things, or observing the Sabbath taking time for rest. Now I'm embracing my curly hair. I took a month off from consuming alcohol. I tend to kind of focus on a lot of these works-based endeavors in order to please or to do the will of my father in heaven. But hearing my husband say that, I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Like, even though I wasn't thinking about my word of beer freedom in that moment, That's exactly what he was talking about is the freedom that we have in Christ and the freedom that we can not only fail forward in life and in business, but that the Lord is carrying us. And if we are truly soaring on wings like eagles, then that is essentially what we need to do is just seek the will of the Father daily, not focus on what we can do, knowing that he's already done the work, that he's got a plan for our lives and he is orchestrating those steps. But the freedom that lies in our faith, it allows us to do whatever we want. And I'm just like, oh, this is just so amazing. And so as I look towards this brand new year with so many different amazing opportunities and even things like doing more videos on YouTube, which I remember having a conversation with a friend as to whether or not that would be considered social media or, you know, just any of these things, like it doesn't matter what we do. It matters our intention behind it, and it matters, you know, again, choosing faith over fear. We don't have to focus on checking all the boxes or doing all the things in the right way, or again, going back to the perfect timeline for setting your goals. There's so much freedom if we just disconnect those expectations that we set on ourselves or if we disconnect those expectations that our external world places on us when it comes to things like goal setting. So But that was kind of a roundabout way to share my word of the year for this next year, which is freedom. And I'm so excited. It it just absolutely makes sense. And like I said, for me, it took that process of really taking a break, really being present, focusing in on the word. And then when someone said it, when Jess, my assistant, said it, it just struck me that 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 was it. That was my word. And the timing could not have been perfect, more perfect to dive into this with you. So Again, some of the ways that you can help choose your word, you can Google, and there are so many good websites. I found a bunch of them that will have a list where you can kind of print them out and kind of scan them and look over the ones that kind of speak to your heart. You could put little stars by it. That'd probably be the fastest way to start. If you've got more time and you want to be more intentional about it, again, diving through the word and kind of seeing, seeing some, some inspiration kind of come from what you what you read through the Bible. For example, the word abundance, that was my word of the year for, let's see, what year was that? 2019. And that word, again, came through my time in scripture. And it just really spoke to me. And it spoke to, you know, who I wanted to be in that season, which was a spirit of abundance. And so, you know, in that, I, you know, I applied that to my entire year. And it was just such a blessing. So some of the other, just to give you some inspiration, some of my words of the year for for the different years and seasons of my life. So again, endurance was probably the last one for that kind of last quarter. But my official word for 2022 was integrate. So my words have gotten a little bit nerdier as we've gone along. But integrate to me meant integrating my knowledge and business of having a traditional retail store for many years with my network marketing experience and growing, building a top team in my company and kind of integrating my gifts and talents and skill sets in all different areas of my life through the podcast and being able to share that with all of you. So the word integrate has served me really, really well this year. And so that's an example for you. My 2021 one was present and it was kind of a double entendre where I was meant to focus on being more present with my family. I had a therapist tell me I was picking my cuticles really, really badly. And she told me that it's, it's essentially an escape mechanism when I do that. It's that I don't want to be present in whatever it is that I'm doing in that moment. And instead, I want to be working on something or doing something because I'm such a doer again. And instead of being like embracing the freedom of the moment of being present, it's easy to slip back into the work, into the doing. But also, I wanted to focus on giving presence. <laughs> so I focused on sending cards to people and I started sending birthday cards to my team. I started focusing on ways that I could surprise and delight people with more actual present. (laughs) And so that word of the year for 2021 was a big one for me. And that was present. Then 2020, this one, my kids remember well, this was about the time they started to kind of catch on. And that word of the year was accountable because I really knew that if I wanted to show love to those around me, including my team and to my family, I needed to hold other people accountable, but I also needed them to hold me accountable. And so I tried to focus more on, you know, leveraging tough love and be, not being so afraid of confrontation and truly telling people what, not what they wanted to hear and being such a people pleaser, but but really helping focus on giving the information that's what's best for people and not just trying to be everyone's friend. So then again, 2019 was all about abundance, which is the opposite of a scarcity mindset that's so common in this industry. So again, the abundance mindset just really it focused on setting systems for my team, but then having those systems with an open hand to be able to share them with anybody that it can serve. And that was kind of the foundational framework for what I'm doing now, which is sharing it not just within our company, but sharing these systems and frameworks with all of you as well. The 2018 this was a year that I didn't just pick. Well, there was one word, but there were some. There was some clarification with it. So the word was serve, but the rest of it was it's not about you, meaning it's not about it's not about me. So serve, it's not about you, because I was in setting goals, really focusing on more goals that I was the beneficiary of and I was the one who was going to be resulting in achieving those goals and that the fruit and the, the benefit of it. But I'm telling you in this business model, if you want to win and you want to win big, not just in terms of things like income or hitting ranks or achieving your goals, it's not going to be done by you trying to do it for yourself. It's going to be done by you helping others win big and you helping others achieve their goals. And I knew this, but it was a really difficult discipline for me to embrace in that season of my life. And so that entire year, I didn't set one goal for myself. I focused on setting goals for other people in business. And it was a huge momentum shifter for me when I took the time to take the focus off of my own personal goals and on to serving others through their goals. So serve, it's not about me, was my word of 2018. And then actually, I'm not sure what my words of the year from the years prior to that, were But I knew I've been doing it for at least 10 years. And you guys, it has seriously been such a blessing. So really, when you are looking to do this, really take the time, as much time as it takes for you to sit on a word that might wake you up. There were a couple people who went through a goal-setting workshop that said, oh my gosh, it hit me in the middle of the night. There were some people that it hit them on the call right then and there as we were doing the work to go through it in the goal-setting workshop. It, it was clear to them. Oh, clear. Clear was my word of 2017 there we go. I just, it just came to me. See, there you go. Like it's, I'm telling you, your word will speak to you when you find it. But clear, that's another good one because I wanted clarity and what to do with my business. That's the year I found and joined my business. And so could have even been, it was 2016, but I think it was 2017 was clear. So you're going to find your word. You will know it when you hear it. And when it just like hits you in your gut and it hits you in your soul, I want you to embrace it and live it out. And so my final tips that I want to share with you are some really tangible ways that you can embrace doing your word of the year. So one of the things that I wanted to share with you guys is there's some jewelry So I am wearing one right now from a company called the Little Words Project. I think you can even get these at Target now, but I like to support local and I got this one at a local boutique here in Richmond Hill. And if it, 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 you're listening to this and you can't see it, it's, they're the cutest little beaded bracelets that have these words on them. And so the word that I'm wearing is actually strength because, well, they didn't have endurance on the bracelets. And I didn't have freedom yet, but you could bet I'm going to be ordering some kind of piece of jewelry with the word freedom on it. But it's it allows you when you find a word that resonates with you and strength does, it almost was. It was one that was high up on my list. And it was actually one that my daughter chose too. She purchased the same one. And I was like, do you mind if I get one too? Because it is something that kind of resonates with me. So finding like maybe a piece of jewelry, engraving it on something you can set it on your like on your your phone screen i know that i did that with serve i can remember that very very clearly that i kind of made a cute little graphic and the app called word swag and i made it the back of the background of my phone so that i would look at it every single day you can also tape it up above your mirror so that that's the first thing that you look at every day I remember when I had abundance, for example, they, I don't know that they do it anymore, but Cultivate What Matters used to send a little card that had a spot to write out your word of the year. And so I have mine actually saved from where it sat on my bulletin board at the time, and it says abundance on it. And so I hung it up in my office at the time and looked at it every single day. So finding a place where you're actually going to see your word, whether it's literally on your body or somewhere in your home or in your office or on your your electronics is a great way to do it. Another thing, and this is a tradition of mine that I love doing, this is such a fun way to do it, is I have Apple Music because I love being able to hear a song. I want to be able to add it to my playlist or add it to my library right away. And so I do, it is a monthly charge. I do pay for it, but for me, it's worth it. And so what I do is I create a playlist in Apple Music. You could do the same thing on Spotify or whatever music that you listen to. And I title it the word of the year. So actually, full of pleasure, mine still says endurance because I haven't changed it to freedom yet, but I'm just going to change that name. And I go through my entire playlist. And, you know, I love worship music. Oh, my goodness. I love me some worship music. And lately, because I've been so focused on that walk with the Lord, most of the songs on my playlist have been like Christian songs, just because that, or or a lot of Need to Breathe. Are you, if you're a Need to Breathe fan, give me some love because, oh my gosh, Need to Breathe is, I think I'm like, I'm definitely in their fan club, literally in their fan club. And I'm going to go see them in concert this month on the rock boat. And I'm so excited. But anyway, so Need to Breathe, they're they're amazing. I know you haven't heard of them, but it's a lot of Need to Breathe. But prior to giving my life to Christ, y'all, I loved some ghetto gangster rap. Britney Spears was one of my favorites, Beyonce. And so what, it actually started last year with my word integrate. Y'all would laugh when you heard this playlist because it was everything from my daughter's favorite Christmas songs to some like, I mean, gangster rap. I don't think that I had any Britney on there. Some of the favorite favorites, it was like literally integrating all the different ones. And then there'd be like a straight up worship song. On there, and so I kind of carried that over into my new word of the year playlist, which again right now is titled "Endurance," but it will be "Freedom" here soon. And there's so many fun songs. Actually, I I don't know if I can link it here. I'll try to link it if you guys want to listen to it because it's got some. It it does have some Britney on it. It's got some, you know, some a ton of "Need to Breathe." Again, "Let Me Some Need to Breathe." But by creating that playlist, it's going to be that reminder, and it's going to give you. That, that worship opportunity, if you will, because even certain songs, oh, I remember there's one one time where the Frozen 2 soundtrack was like worship music to me, okay? But whatever year that came out or whatever year that was, I had like a ton of Frozen 2 or The Greatest Showman, my favorite movie out there. Same thing. Those songs are like worship songs to me. And so, you know, for you, these these songs that you put on your playlist, they're going to help you live out that word Freedom was an easy one for me to search up even within the Apple Music app. And I found a couple of songs, like one from Zach Williams that's called Freedom, one from Lecrae that was called Freedom. And there were some more I need to you know, continue listening to. But freedom is a word that's commonly used in songs. And so I went ahead and added a few of those to my playlist right away because it was a simple way that I could live out that word. So those are just a few of my tips that are going to help you take this word. If you already have one, or if on this call, even you've been given the inspiration for finding your word of the year, or if you work through that goal setting workshop, again, you can go to HeatherkBirds.com slash goals and use the code word goals 50 to get $50 off that. But essentially, this is hopefully going to help you not just choose a word of the year, whatever time of the year you're choosing this but also to help you live it out in the next season moving forward. So I hope this is helpful. I hope again, you guys can give me the grace for skipping a week in the podcast and allowing me to really be present. Again, bringing back another word of the year, being present with my family during the incredible holiday season. And I hope y'all all had a beautiful holiday season as well. So thank you so much for watching or listening. And I hope you have a beautiful week. I'm so grateful for your time with me today feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.